Hello and welcome to the Deception Tips Podcast, where you will learn amazing cues to detect deceit that will help you read people like never before. I'm your host, Spencer Kaufman. Let's get started. Welcome to Episode 10 of the Deception Tips Podcast. Last time, we talked about something that had the potential to be quite confusing, but once you learn about it and listen to it and start to understand it, it's really quite simple. We talked about people taking negative statements and making them positive, or positive statements and making them negative. They do this in two different ways. Number one would be taking a statement such as, I did it, and adding a not in there. So, I did not do it. Something like that. You took a positive statement and made it negative. In addition, you could add a yes or no before that, thus negating that statement, making it a contradictory statement, and then also adding in the not or taking out a not and making it a positive or negative statement. For example, did you do this? No, I did not do that. You're adding two negatives to that positive statement, making the whole thing negative. Or you could say, yes, I did not do that. Now it becomes contradictory because you said yes. Now you're saying you didn't do it and you added the not in there. Typically you would have said, yes, I did it. There it's both positive both together, working efficiently, and they are not contradicting each other. That would be the truthful statement. It's kind of a confusing scenario. I encourage you to go back, listen to episode 9 once more, and work that through your head. Specifically listen to the parts where the different examples are explained, because like we said, there can be two types of questions. The first one would be obviously a yes or no question. And the typical response to those would be a yes or no answer. However, when a yes or no answer is given, in addition to a positive or negative statement converted, such as, yes, I did not do it, now you've converted that did do it statement, which was positive, into a negative. That is converting that statement. That is a sign of deception. The typical obvious answer would be a yes or no answer, so you don't need to add that extra stuff on there. Anytime someone adds that extra stuff on there, potentially a sign of deception. The other question is a question that should never be in existence, and the people that ask them are, if they are doing them for a specific purpose, then they have that intention through an interrogation method. Otherwise, anyone else who asks them is just They aren't thinking properly when they ask these questions because it is a projecting type of question that assumes that someone is already guilty or has already done something before they are even given a chance to respond. Therefore, those responses are typically done in defense or under a defensive mentality because that person feels like they are being attacked. An example of that was, you took my money, didn't you? That is such an attacking question, I am automatically assuming you took my money. Instead, I should say, did you take my money? Now you can easily reply with yes or no. But if I say, you didn't take my money, did you? Oh, well, I'm not assuming you took my money. Yes, I'm directly implying it. That is the nature of that question. It is sort of a passive-aggressive thing where I say, you didn't take my money, did you? I didn't just accuse you directly of taking my money, but I passively accused you of taking my money. So therefore, your response will be both consciously and unconsciously done in defense. Plus, you will add in those yes, no's, I did do it, I didn't do it, 
type of responses that will further complicate the matter. So number one, it's defense. Number two, you're adding yes and no responses to a non-yes or no question that really if I say you didn't take my money, did you, and you say yes or no, both of those answers can both be interpreted as a confirmation or a negation of that question. Therefore, those questions are very confusing and should never be asked. But if they are asked and someone responds, you have a lot of things to consider in your mind. Consider whether they are answering defensively, their yeses and nos. What are they negating? Are they negating the statements themselves or are they negating the question? There's a lot to interpret. So in those types of scenarios, always look for other signs of deception in body language signs. Look for the nonverbal leakage. Those will be your ally in that scenario. Today, we are going to talk about another verbal sign of deception. This one I hinted on last week when I said quick answers of yes or no, such as when people say yes and then they go into their explanation, or they say no and then they go into their explanation. Obviously, in a yes or no question, the simplest and most effective answer is always yes or no. By definition, that is why they're called yes or no questions. However, many times you get people answering yes or no, and then they go on with some lengthy explanation because they think you care, when really all you wanted to know was yes or no. When people answer questions, all they need to do is say yes or no. Nothing else is needed. If an explanation is needed, the questioner will ask. A quick answer of yes or no, followed by a delayed explanation, would be a sign of deception. So here it is, deception tip number 10. A quick answer of yes or no, followed by a delayed explanation, may suggest deception, as the person might have been thinking about their response. Here it is again. A quick answer of yes or no, followed by a delayed explanation, may suggest deception, as the person might have been thinking about their response. The reason these answers or these explanations are delayed is to give the person time to run that lie through their head one last time before they say it out loud. The reason, again, this is considered as deception is because with a yes or no question, the answer should be yes or no. Typically, this is done because when people answer yes or no, boom, that's a truthful statement. However, this form of leakage comes about with the delayed explanation. Normally, when you ask someone a question and it's yes or no, they say yes and start explaining right away, or they say no and start explaining right away. Or, they just say yes or no and leave it at that. Preferably, that's what they do. However, on occasion, someone will say yes, and their yes may not be an immediate yes, although in this instance, it's usually an immediate yes or no, because they are dying to get that lie out, and then they realize, wait a minute, I just said yes too quickly. I need to explain that lie because oftentimes when people lie, they are not only trying to convince the target of the lie, they are also working very hard to convince themselves because the conscious has to convince the unconscious that what they are saying is true. Oftentimes, the liar goes through more stress and more anxiety in convincing themselves about the lie than convincing the target. Targets are very easy to convince. The majority of people out there have no clue about any of these signs of deception. Lying to them is super easy. Yet, when someone lies, because internally they know that there's something off about it, 
there is more stress and anxiety in convincing themselves that that lie is going to work than convincing the target. We're going to talk more about this sign of deception and about this verbal response rate when we come back. How would you like to really know what every body is saying? Understanding body language can help you in your career, your relationships, and in everyday interactions. Get Spencer Kaufman's A Guide to Deception online today. Liars may often respond with quick yeses or noes and delayed explanations when they lie. Now, examples of this could be a couple different ways. The quick yeses and noes followed by an explanation is one. On other occasions, they may stretch out the yes or no, so that may be a quick response, but the answer itself may take longer than a normal yes. For example, if you ask me a question and it's yes or no, and I know the answer in my head, it takes less than a second, like a half a second for me to reply and say yes. It doesn't take long to get the word yes out of the mouth or the word no out of the mouth. When people delay those or stretch them out, you could ask me the question and immediately, within a fraction of a second, I could answer or at least start to answer. I could say, right when you're done with your sentence, before you even take a breath, yes, which would be a delayed yes, or I could say no, which would be a delayed no, but even though I started the response immediately, I stretched out those words, and that signals to the questioner that there is an explanation coming, or in the movies or everywhere, there's always a but. That's what they say. Yes, and then the questioner is like, but what? Or no, but what? Because you know that there is an explanation coming after that. That type of response signals that there's more on the way. So when someone stretches them out and delays that out in preparation for that explanation, that typically is a more truthful response than not because it's tough to unconsciously and consciously plan that type of response out. However, there are liars out there that will know this and they will purposefully and specifically stretch out their quick answers of yes or no to make the delayed response seem more natural. And then their conscious mind will work hard to explain to the unconscious that that lie is indeed a truth. Perhaps the most significant reason that this happens is because liars often need time to plan and think about the lies. Most of the time when lies are rehearsed, they have been planning them and preparing them in their minds over and over again for a lengthy period of time before they actually have to tell the lie. This creates a lot of tension and anxiety. In addition, it often means that when the liar is given the opportunity to lie, they spew it out like on rapid fire mode and their whole lie comes out. Then they maybe tell it again a little more slowly and they go over the story a few times. It's rehearsed. We're going to talk about rehearsed lies in the future, but for now, when people answer with quick yeses or noes, this often is a spontaneous lie or it's a more spontaneous lie than a rehearsed lie. They may have planned on lying or they may know that they need to lie, such as politicians or people that have a little bit more riding on the lie. They may say, man, I can't tell the truth about that. And they may know that in their mind that they have to lie if they're asked about it, but they haven't specifically planned to be asked about it or planned what they're going to say when they lie. They just know they cannot tell the truth. So when they're asked, they immediately respond with a quick yes or no, and then 
follow up with a delayed explanation to give them a little bit more time to prepare. This is done because when people ask questions, they expect a response. So if you ask me a question and I sit there and I think about it for, let's say, two seconds. Now, two seconds doesn't sound like a lot of time. But right there, I was just silent for two seconds. And you may have been like, well, what's going on? Why isn't he talking? Two seconds can be a long time if someone is under tension or pressure. So when I ask a question and you take more than a few seconds to respond, that could throw up a red flag for me. Like, wait a minute, why does he have to think about this? It's an easy question, especially when it's a yes or no question. If I ask a yes or no question, or if a reporter is asking a politician a yes or no question, and they're standing up there for two or three seconds or longer thinking about it, that sets up a lot of red flags, not only for that reporter, but for everyone else in the room, everyone else who's watching on, on TV, because they know now that that is an area of weakness for whomever is responding, which means usually that a barrage of questions on that same topic is going to come from everybody else around them, or if it's an interrogation, the interrogator will know that that was a sensitive area, boom, I need to hit them hard on that area to get them to crack. This is why oftentimes when people are lying like that on a spontaneous moment, they'll answer the yes or no immediately to put people at ease and lower their guard so that they don't think about how long it's taken them to respond. In addition, they may answer the yes or no right away and then slowly start to talk about their response. They may answer like a staccato type of a response where they say yes. And last week I was, and then boom, they go on and on and on because they've delayed those responses. Typically they would say, yeah, last week I was, and it's short, it's instant, it's quick. That is a natural response. When people are put on the spot and they are delayed, that quick yes or no happens, then they might drag out the first few words of their response. They may not drag it out. They may come up with a response right away. But whenever there's a delay between the yes or no answer and the explanation or the response, that could be a potential sign of deception because the liar or the person responding has given themselves a little bit more time to think about what they're going to say. Typically, yes or no responses with explanations happen simultaneously, almost simultaneously, instantly, right away. When there is a few second delay or even two seconds, one second, that is more than the natural amount of time that it takes, which means their brain has been thinking of that response and is preparing and has been given a little bit of a chance to come up with a more convincing story. I want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Deception Tips Podcast. I encourage you to share it with your friends, subscribe to the feeds, check out the books that I have available, and tune in next week for a new Deception Tip.